Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my incredibly knowledgeable of words and... Smarter. Smarter. The smarter, the smarterest of the two of us. The smartest doctor in the room. (laughs) That's me. I'm Donna Donna Lee. Lee. (laughs) My office manager, I'm Dr. Mystery. I'm a board certified urologist. This show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialist, the urology practice that we started in 2007. It has been a minute and NAU stands for North Austin Urology and Dr. Mystery is his real name. It is not a fake name. It's M-I-S-T-R-Y when you go Google it. It is not a mix up either. And I want to tell you about a funny mix up. Mm. This, in recent memory, a drug company accidentally combined or switched sildenafil, which is the generic Viagra, with trazodone, which is a sleeping pill. Uh-oh. And so they had to recall it. Really? They sure That's did. That's a real story? This is a real story. <laughs> and so, so you had a bunch could, of horny, sleepy men? Could you, no, they were horny and sleepy and went to bed. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Could Lucky you wives. All right. <laughs> you, think the wife, you think the wife switched the pill. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you're, you're giving those wives That's ideas. Right. Sorry, Michael. Uh, sorry, Michael. You're going to bed. <laughs> sleepy time. But can I tell you a, an interesting side effect of trazodone, mm-hmm. which, you know, although people made fun of the story for that reason. Right. One of the side effects of trazodone is in a certain subsect of people, it can cause priapism. Uh-oh. Where in the middle of the night, these guys will wake up with an erection that will not go down. Oh, So no. in some ways, it's almost like a super Viagra for like one in a hundred people, but you know, but not an but enjoyable one. They because asleep? if you have that one, you meet me in the emergency room and I got to stick needles and things. And you have a sleepy boner. Sleepy boner. And then you end up in the ER. That's right. With a needle stuck in your penis. So let's not do you, that. I will tell you a story of a sleepy boner at some point. In the okay. Future. Good, good, good idea. From my days at the VA. How do people <laughs> get us a hold of us and how do they make an appointment? Tell us about our, our office. You can call us with your sleepy boner stories at 512-238-0762. Our email address is armormenshealth at gmail.com where you can ask any embarrassing or not embarrassing questions you want and we will answer them anonymously. And if you mention a t-shirt, I will send it to you. Our uh, website's armormenshealth.com and we are all over the place, Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs. And our podcasts are award-winning. They are incredible, and they're free wherever you listen to podcasts. So we talk a lot about men on this show. Mm-hmm. And but, we've, we've but, had a lot of women but our, reach but our out. Top, but our top podcast downloads are always about women's topics. <laughs> <laughs> hint, I think hint. that we should have a women's health show and just talk about a couple of men's things, and those will be downloaded. Well, in those segments, we call them That's What She Said. That's What She Said. So we have a That's What She so Said happening a, that's today. That's What She Said today. Mm-hmm. With Dr. Leip. <laughs> and Dr. Leip, Dr. Kendall Leip has a doctorate in physical therapy, uh, Perry. Physical therapy? Therapy. <laughs> I think I pronounce it like I read it. <laughs> therapy. <laughs> she is uh, one of our newest additions to our practice. She joins Dr. Angela Treadway, our other physical therapist who's been with us for uh, over a decade, mm-hmm. and really helps us be able to provide what I think is that comprehensive care. We have discussed where physical therapy plays a role in a number of different men's health topics like pelvic pain, pelvic pain, erectile dysfunction, a testicular pain. And I thought we'd talk today with Kendall about where physical therapy plays a role in women. So thank you for joining us today, Kendall. Of course. I'm glad to be here. So I think that most people, if they were to understand what you did as a profession, would think mm-hmm. that you see a majority of women. Was that right? Definitely. And I would say that's true for the majority of public floor PTs. Now, in a urology practice, that's different, though, because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of our patients are men, and we're really trying to seek out additional ways for them to, to get treatment 
treated. But in women in general, what do women generally see a pelvic floor physical therapist for? I think the most stereotypical reason uh, women come see us is pre-postpartum issues, particularly postpartum, but some prepartum as well. So a lot of women have problems with pain with sex or incontinence after having kids, or they'll have some tearing um, and scar tissue, whether it's the C-section or the uh, episiotomy. So those are some of the big ones that we see, most common patients. That's fascinating. So it wouldn't have really occurred to me that that young women who just gave birth, that's what we're talking Mm -hmm, about, mm -hmm. are going to be one of the most common things that you've trained on or patients that you're going to see because we don't see a lot of women, you know, in our practice that just gave birth. So uh, (laughs) a lot of those people are coming, you know, to pelvic floor physical therapists in an outside practice. Yeah. Did you know in Europe, actually, a lot of countries in Europe, it's just, it's a commonplace for them. They're like, oh, I had a baby. I'm going to go see the pelvic floor PT now, which I think is awesome. And they know over there, it's not normal for women. It doesn't, women don't have to leak after you have a baby. I mean, it is normal, but it's also very treatable and should be treated. The, the, The one area that I thought was very valuable was the SI joint pain, the sacroiliac mm-hmm. joint pain that would occur prior to giving birth. Mm-hmm. My own wife had that and you know a lot of people have it. And then after physical therapy and wearing a belt, an SI belt, it mm-hmm. really helped a lot of those people not have that pain. Definitely. That's Maybe because your wife had six children. So, so, so men, <laughs> men, if, you, if your pregnant wife, is hurt, if her back is hurting, get her a belt. Just get her a belt. And some flowers. Hey, hey now. <laughs> Taking away my patience here. <laughs> there's, no reason, there's, there's no reason to hurt your thumbs with all those massaging. That's right. Send them to Kendall with the belt. <laughs> with I mean. the belt. <laughs> Just get a belt. All right. So in our practice, we're going to see a lot of women with urinary incontinence and pelvic floor prolapse. Um, when you describe prolapse or that term to people, what are some words that you're using? I'll say, you know, there's a little bit of weakening or loosening of the tissues down there. And sometimes they just, because they've gotten weak, they aren't holding up the organs as well. So the organs can actually start to to drop down a little bit into the opening of whether it's the vagina or the rectum. That's great. And so, you know, these organs, your the uterus and the rectum and the bladder, they're not held up by like strong rope. They're, they're held up by ligaments that are by design are supposed to stretch, relax, and contract mm-hmm. because that baby makes the things all stretch. Now, with age and with multiple children, sometimes those things don't, you know, bounce back and they start really stretching and coming out of us. And so we use surgery to repair a lot of those things. But I assure you from the guy that's operating, a lot of those surgeries, you can't count on that surgery working 100% of the time in 100% of the patients. And it's an invasive procedure. So we use physical therapy, you know, oftentimes either in conjunction with surgery or instead of surgery or with mild cases. And what can a woman expect if they're coming to you for prolapse or urinary incontinence? What's going to happen in the room? Sure. So the first day, ask a lot of questions, get a general sense of history and any other issues that are going on. Uh, We will do an exam of your back and your belly, any scar tissue, adhesions in there, your legs, your hips, kind of what you picture a typical physical therapy visit looking like for a few minutes and then we'll move into more of a vaginal or internal exam for women so oftentimes they'll set up more like an OB-GYN visit with on their back knees bent draped and I will just do an assessment um, looking at kind of the quality of the tissues I'll make sure they can do a kegel correctly I will often insert a finger and just feel for trigger points in those muscles either right on the outside or a little further inside and those trigger points if they're found in the muscles of the vaginal wall can create a lot of dysfunction and actually make it harder to contract to hold in the urine. Oftentimes what I see with women is they think they've been doing Kegels correctly, but 40 to 60% of women when 
um, they read a passage online about how to do a Kegel, do it incorrectly. They're actually pushing at the same time or firing other things at the same time, and that can actually lead to more dysfunction. So a lot of the first session is, hey, do you know how to do a Kegel? Let's retrain you. I use a lot of different cues to do that. And then, you know, teaching them some exercises before they come back and see me next time. It was actually one of the most surprising things that I really came upon as I started doing a lot more physical therapy consultation is that people don't really know what they're doing. They don't really know how to stop from pooping on themselves. They don't really know how to stop from peeing on themselves, even though they think they know what they're doing. Right? Like you think you know what you're feeling, but you're not feeling the right thing. And so for us, you know, we use biofeedback uh, mm-hmm. as a technology, which for is sure. kind of externally stimulating the muscles that we want them to stimulate. Mm-hmm. And then what are some other techniques that we might use to help retrain people in their use of their pelvic floor? So I will use some verbal cues and some kind of imagery that can help. And I'll do some uh, breathing techniques that can just kind of help down regulate the nervous system so that it can then fire correctly. Uh, The biofeedback, there's kind of two different ways to do that. You can use these, these probes both internally and externally. And there's actually a readout onto a machine. So when you're doing a Kegel, the patient can watch a little readout on the machine go up and down, depending on how hard they're contracting, if they can hold it. And then also if they can fully relax the pelvic floor, because oftentimes that's the problem is people are just sitting there holding it the whole time at like 50% contraction. And it's really only supposed to have, you know, 10% contraction at most of the day. So we'll use that. And then you can actually put a, a gentle electric pulse into the muscles that can help the patients to find them if they just haven't used them correctly in a long time. That's great. Sounds and, exhausting. Uh, in addition to that, <laughs> we, that we, <laughs> we have been Physically using anyway. <laughs> a, a ultrasound technology through the use of our spark wave technology for pelvic pain. And that's something that, uh, that we've been really proud of and really happy with. And um, for both men and women, if you're interested in pelvic floor physical therapy, we have clinic appointments. Mm-hmm. Safe, clean. We wipe down everything, even the patients. <laughs> Even the Stand still, we're going to wipe you down. We're going to wipe you down. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Do a... we charge extra for that? <laughs> no, we should. <laughs> we should. That's an extra copay. Especially if it gets uh, shut down around here. <laughs> Kendall, thank you so much for joining us. How do people thank get you. a hold of us, and how do they make an appointment with Kendall? Uh, you can call us at 512-238-0762. You know, one thing we never talk about is Benoit Balls. Maybe we should talk about that next time. Our website is armormenshealth.com, and our email address is armormenshealth at gmail.com. You can reach our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. They're free, they're adorable, and sometimes a little bit dirty. Uh, thanks, Dr. Life. We appreciate it. Thanks, Kendall. Thanks, guys. Dr. Mystery wants to hear from you. Email questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. We'll be right back with the Armor Men's Health Hour. 